Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And a very good morning, Heels. Virtually no time to even say good day to you today no because we've got such music. a packed show. No time for that music, is it? I know. Oh, get a bit of weekend into us. Hey, we've had uh, soaking Dinner. overnight rain too. I hope they've got it on the fire grounds to give our fireys and all the residents out there worrying. Right, are they, yeah. they still, you know, flaming away, are they? Oh, there was. The fire yeah. grounds? Yeah, so oh. let's hope it's gone right through the downs and all that sort of thing. Oh, yes. It, it poured last it's, night. Uh, well, it got, I saw the weather on the on the news last yeah. night and uh, Southern Downs got heaps yesterday. Yeah. So that's good. That's great. That's uh, they've been working their little backsides off out there. So let's hope they're all, they're all okay. Hey, we're here for the um, for Burbank Homes. Uh, they're the builders you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes, and of course, the all new Hyundai Kona. It's imagined to be bold. We'd love you to join us. Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line thirteen thirteen fifty five. We haven't done with the World Cup by any stretch. Oh, you beauty! Or the text line oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. We've called on a couple of your great mates and, and my mates as well, uh, AB and Andy Bickle. So we're going to relive a couple of those great moments in Australia's sporting history. Uh, two of the six World Cup victories uh, and uh, Andy and AB will join us uh, through the show today. And uh, we'd love to, uh, if you've got questions for them, uh, by all means, send them through or give us a yell. Uh, 13 13 55 They're two men who... Uh, will have a really true appreciation of just how satisfied uh, the players are feeling today and yesterday and having gotten that job done, you mm. know, against the odds. Gee, Bick pulled us out of a couple of against the odds battles in Port Elizabeth in 2003. Uh, and, of course, AB, um, 87, way, way, way outsiders. They beat uh, England at Eden Gardens. Well, I'm just reading uh, some of the stories, and he's saying that uh, Cummins' decision to bowl, and he said, has it turned out one of the most inspired ever? But he yeah. said at the time he wasn't thinking that. Yeah, right. Well, I heard uh, Chuck Berry on uh, SEN, sort of a bit flabbergasted, uh, so, mm. saying, what? And uh, so it was a decision that could have backfired on Pat himself personally, yeah. but he took it on with the support of his team. Mm. He's, and he did say that this is stuff that we didn't get a chance to play on the show yesterday because this is, was in the post-match presser, but uh, he's saying that ODI all of a sudden is up near the top of the tree again in his eyes. I did fall in love with ODI again this, this World Cup. Um, I, I think the scenario where every game really matters, it, it, it means it, it does mean a bit different to just a bilateral, so uh, that's huge. That's I think that's the pinnacle of uh, international cricket, winning a one-day World Cup, especially over here in India in front of a crowd like this. You'll get one more to go. One more to go, Paddy. <laughs> what do you reckon it is? Mm. To win the Ashes. Uh, over there, yeah. You've got to win the Ashes. We haven't won the Ashes I since know. 2001. Yeah. So there, there's your next pinnacle. Mm. That's for sure. And, and when you... You know, it's it's easy to say oh, I fell in love with one day internationals again, 
Did he own up to falling out of love with it or did he just drag his ass around? You know, come on, fire up when you're playing for Australia every game. Mm. Um, he spoke also about the gamble that was Travis Head. Uh, Trav Head was phenomenal. Um, I think I said it on stage, I mean, I think a lot of credit should also go to you know, Andrew McDonald and, and George Bailey, the selectors, to take a punt. You know, he had a broken finger <laughs> or broken hand for the half of the tournament, but to keep him in the squad was a huge risk. Um, and the medical team were fantastic, obviously, to, to get him into a, a place where he could perform. So um, that, that was a big risk. I think we could have been made to look really silly if that didn't pay off. Yep, uh, yeah. the rankings of the match, they gave him 10, uh, which is hard to argue with. Um, Travis? Uh, yeah, yes. Mate, did you see him field in his first game back with, from that broken hand? Yeah, <laughs> he was rubbish. No, he was rubbish. Remember in Dara Mashala, I think it was, uh, he, he couldn't even put his knee down and put his hands behind the ball. He was fumbling stuff and <laughs> missing stuff down on the rope. And now he's, he's totally back. Yeah, he's throwing himself around like about a warnings, warnings Nostradamus today? Did you read that? Yes. <gasps> Because in 2016 he said, oh, "I'm a big, I'm a big rap for Travis Head as a cricketer." Yeah, uh, everyone said that probably, but now warnings the Nostradamus. <laughs> well, yeah, on uh, on social media, there's been a few claiming that. Yeah, so I oh, remember what I said, you know, five years ago. <laughs> well, when South Australia made him captain, he's the youngest state captain at yeah. 21, and uh, you, you know, and yet we still haven't sort of tipped him to be Australia's next captain yet. Mm. So maybe that will be the next step. Uh, the Indian coach was, he, he was humble. He, he admitted uh, they were outplayed. Like I said, you know, it's probably also a function of the fact that just when we thought we were settling in and looking to go, um, you know, you just felt that the guys were looking to go and then you lost a few wickets. So um, just on the day, we probably didn't execute and Australia played better than us. Let me just clarify. India did say they were going to bat first, didn't they? You don't know. I didn't see the toss. No, I, I did. I. I, wanted, I wanted to watch back a few times and just see where he tossed the coin to. You know, you know, Rowett has been throwing it three meters away. Yeah, I, I wondered if that happened, or, or and he got it to. Was it the Oppo logo they were going to try to get the coin in? Um, because <laughs> I did see uh, the referee picking up the coin around the Oppo logo. I, yeah. I wondered in the final, did he hoy it? You know, three meters to the Oppo, um, or not? But I. I vaguely remember India sort of saying, no, we would have batted. But I think it spooked them. They're, yeah. they're talking about uh, the Indian batsmen were spooked because of the pressure, the being t- being asked to bat and knowing you're going to have to post 350. That's hard. Mm. And we spooked them. Well, Rahul Dravid's reaction, as I said there, Australia just played better than us, uh, was a lot better than quite a few of the uh, a few of the fans because Steve Smith's highlighted some of the, the hate speech that's been directed at him and Ooh. the Aussies. Whereabouts? What, from the stands? On, so, oh, on social media. No, social well, there was media. no one left in the stands. They'd all gone home. No, I'm, on, I'm thinking through the game or something. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it's been on social since. Really vitriolic stuff that I've read, that some of the things that Steve Smith has highlighted mm. through Twitter, and, uh, et cetera, this what morning. Are, what is X doing? Come on, Muskie. Mm. You've got to get your, you gotta get your uh, gateways much better. Yeah, get rid you, of that stuff. You can't have that. There's got to be some standards. The other one was uh, Mitch Marsh uh, relaxing and had his feet on the trophy. That has <laughs> yeah, gone on the over ball. well. On the top of the yeah, ball. on the top of the ball. Oh. Uh, that hasn't gone that over big well. Big feet too. <laughs> big bison hoofs. <laughs> I, lo- I love they all had to do a dance with the trophy. From my memory, it's quite heavy. They're making it look quite light. 
It'd be, um, you know, just over 10 k's probably, I reckon. Oh, is it? Maxwell's got it over his head mm. doing a few jigs in front of the mirror. And <laughs> they're all having a bit of a go. A few hiding. I reckon Josh Inglis was around the corner. He wasn't He wasn't going to get in and dance with it while the cameras were in there. Now, I said this to you. Did you have a read of it? The ICC team of the tournament? Yeah, tough gig, eh? Yeah. Tough gig to pick that. Yeah. How, how are you picking it? The, the selectors were pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. Ian Bishop and Shane Watson uh, among the commentary team. Yeah. Uh, there was, you know, one of the jur- leading journos, uh, one of the officials. They picked it. But so this was the 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 eleven uh, that they named as the the team of the tournament. Uh, Quinton Cock and Rod Sharma, hard to argue with. Yeah, but they blew up in the last game. Yeah. Anyway, Coley. Uh, Daryl Mitchell at four, Kale Rahul at five, Glenn Maxwell at six, seven, Ravi Jadeja, eight, Boomra, nine, uh, Matashanka from Sri Lanka, ten, Zampa. So what you did there, Matashanka from Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. And, and 11, Mohamed Shami. It's pretty hard to argue with all of them, to tell you the truth. You yeah. could have had a few others. So you had one. Hey, Kale Rahul good enough at five? I mean, is he, um, yeah. uh, and when you're not going to wick keep with him? Uh, is there no better than at five? Oh, I can't think of anyone, but but um, what? Yeah, what else do you think of it? You mm. think it's all fine? Well, look, it's hard to put Travis Head in there, isn't it? Because we didn't see him for half the tournament, yeah. and this is a tournament-wide judgment by the uh, by the expert panel. And do you think it, does it sound like statistically driven? Yeah, that that's the way the the, the press release they sent out. It was attached with a lot of statistics to each of the players mm. as to how many runs, wickets, catches, et cetera. Mm. Well, you know, anyone could have picked that team then. That, pretty much. You don't need Bish and Watto, yeah. you know, who have got intuition and, and you know, they didn't need to use any of their intuition. Mm. It just goes straight with stats. So you had one from South Africa, one Sri Lanka, one New Zealand, two Australians, Maxwell and Zampa, and six from India. So Sharma, Kohli, Rahul, Boomer <laughs> and Jadeja. All their batsmen average more than 50. And all their bowlers average less than 25, yeah. India. <laughs> what do you That's think? why it was a magnificent victory. Magnificent underdog victory. Was Australia hard done by in the team? Well, it doesn't matter, does it? It's, hey. it's, we've got the trophy. We're coming home with the Unless cup. it costs Australia a million dollars or something. I'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, love to know what you think. The Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, 13 13 55. The text line, 0467 736 736. And, uh, and look... World Cup is not the only thing happening. We've got John Millman joining us on the show. Yeah. He was frantic the other day when he announced his retirement, but we wanted to have a chat to him, particularly after Crash's great story about, you know, what, what, what a, a great bloke he is. He went up to visit Scobie Malone, who's a, a friend of ours, Paul Malone, who, we, who we'd lost uh, some time ago now, but they were, they were great friends. And he, Millman, as a player, had a great, uh, had a great admiration for Scobie as a journo. And uh, and, yeah. and I think that's a Brisbane thing. Yeah. We've got a very close affinity between journalist and player, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. And superstar. Yeah. Uh, all bad. You know, if you, if you fall out with someone, yeah. a scabby, you'll feel it. Yeah. But it, that sort of uh, emotion in, in relationships gets lost more in Melbourne and Sydney. Mm. But Brisbane, very, very close. Massive night for the Suns. And they've stayed in their own backyard with the Gold Coast Suns Academy, which I think is great that, that through this draft, They've been allowed to keep the kids that they've nurtured. And well, I th- they've I kept enough awesome. points, haven't they? Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, I, I, look, I, don't I don't think understand it's fair. It. I don't I think it's fair. But they get, they're still getting advantages. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're using them. They're mm. certainly uh, making the most of it. Have you seen them? Yeah, there's some impressive-looking kids. Yeah, that's them, right. 
the, the bloke with Damien Hardwick, right. um, he's a reed, I think, too, isn't he? There's reeds everywhere. Right. And number one pick is a, a reed from Bendigo going mm. to West Coast, and we've got a reed picked third, and we're going to talk to Jake Rogers, eh? Yeah, we're going to have a chat to Jake Rogers. He was, he was matched. Sydney picked him up at pick yeah. 14, and we had the right to match by the sound of it. Don't pretend you know what's happening. Yeah, we come do the, on. We do the draft in BPL, mate. Huh? Well, yeah, I know drafts now. Oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if if the Gold Coast Suns had enough points in their bank, mm. they could they all match anyone yeah. who picks up. But Sydney, for example, they're entitled to we want him. Yeah. And then the Gold Coast Suns say we would like to match because they've got enough points. And there's a bit of colluding going on yes. overnight. Clearly there was. North Melbourne and Gold Coast Suns. Mm. Yeah. Well, Ethan Reed was the one you were talking about. He's 202 centimetres. So he was mm. standing beside Damien Hardwick. Just see, it was just towering. Yeah. And, and we got him at pick nine, didn't we? <laughs> and and Jack is in my ear saying, and moves like a gazelle. Yeah, yeah that's, what we want. <laughs> that's what we want to hear. We want gazelles all over Heritage Bank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got Gavin Kirkman coming on too, the PGA CEO. Yeah. Uh, well known to us all. They're heading for a huge week out there. The party hole was in. Uh, in Prospect yesterday, they've got a little function today with Cam Smith and Mark Leishman uh, highlighting mm. their uh, their lawn skills. Leishman in particular is just, he loves his lawn. Does Spins he cut it with up. scissors? Just about. Yes. Trims it with scissors, I think. Yeah, like uh, w- when they were endeared to the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour did a wonderful like, a feature piece on him. Uh, obviously, I think that's probably gone by the way. So this, that's disappeared into the ether since he joined the live golf circuit. But anyway, um, it's six sixteen. Vanessa's standing here patiently waiting. Wait, did you watch the draft last night? See, I always find them mm. the most confusing of things. I only caught the very end. Actually, I was out at a meeting last night, um, and yeah, I was like, oh well, the, the price you pay as a good team is that you don't get any early action. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. oh, the Lions aren't really doing much yeah. yet at this point. You know, they'll have a couple of picks a bit later on. But anyway, that's okay. It's mm. good old, um, yeah, well done to Harley Reid. It's very exciting. Yeah, and so we're an established team that don't need much. Is that how we've set ourselves up? We might need to just fill a bit in in the next three to five yeah. years. We'll use that type of Yeah, person. that's right. And remember last year how we picked up Will Ashcroft and yes. Jasper Fletcher in the draft, you know, Will being the number two pick that we were able to get through Father Son. So, you know, like it's it's a bit fun when some of those things get thrown in. Um, it's getting a bit cloudy too, Patty. You've been reading about that Father Son. Oh, there's yeah. a bit, bit of uh, shenanigans going on there. Mm-hmm. And last year someone didn't vote for Dacos. They moved him down one yep. so someone saved some points and mm. someone didn't go for Will Ashcroft so we could. Yeah. Well, it's all out again. Um, very strategic. Now, we were chatting about the rain and it's mm. been great. Has it got to the fire grounds, do you know? Has it, has it doused these fires out yeah. of the bounds? Look, I, yeah, I think they're in a much better situation. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. So uh, things looking a bit better there and uh, I think the evacuated residents have been allowed back Good. to their homes in that area. Um, look, if you are driving this morning, though, keep the radio on, but don't touch your phone. The latest stats are out about how many Queenslanders have been caught using their mobile phones just from January to October this year. 55,000 people caught, you know, so there'd be a lot more out there as well. The government raking in $95 million in fines. This one, I can't believe, the 26,000 seatbelt infringements. You know, yeah. it's not hard to put your seatbelt on. Oh, no, it's just automatic. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. a behaviour that changed yep. 
decades but ago. But also remember that you can't put it kind of behind your half. body or, yeah, <sighs> that's right. They sometimes crack down on that as I know, well. I know a lady who slipped her shoulder out, out of the strap to lean around the back yeah. as a passenger yep. to uh, fix the baby seat up in the back seat. Yeah. She got done. Oh, see. For, on a camera. It's rough so out there. She but still just... had it around the body. It's like 1100 yeah. bucks or something. Yeah, too, it's it? very steep. Ooh, yes, come on, well, it's... we need the gabba done. <laughs> it's see? not <laughs> worth it. 95 million, <laughs> then they go. Not worth touching your mobile phone. Now, look, um, there's some stats out today, too, about our spending habits. And it shows that, you know, cost of living is biting, but and young Australians are reining in their spending, even on essentials like groceries and pharmaceuticals. Um, but choosing instead to spend their money on entertainment. So they are cutting down on homewares and clothes and things instead, going to movies, concerts and sporting events. And it shows that those in the older age categories have increased their spending on travel and eating out. Ah. So there you go. Mm. Now, speaking of older people, um, Joe Biden oh, has been... And you, um, look, you look straight know, at me when you said that. <laughs> no, I'm heading to the US because um, I always have a giggle at this US tradition where they do... It's Thanksgiving this weekend and mm-hmm. they do the presidential pardon of the turkey, turkey and they get these giant turkeys that they travelled like on a train apparently about a 1,000 miles. These Thanksgiving turkeys, they end up at the White House, the president... President gives them a pardon, and so they're let free rather than ending up on somebody's Thanksgiving table. Okay. Um, a double celebration for Joe Biden. It was his 81st birthday oh. as well yesterday. Um, but look, there was a bit of a moment of confusion for Joe Biden in pardoning the turkeys, where he actually had a bit of a mix-up between our favourite Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and Britney Spears. Take Your a Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds, the competition. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or Britney's tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Britney's not in Brazil. No. Did the turkeys Taylor come Swift from Brazil? Is. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's talking about the Renaissance tour, which is Beyonce as well. <laughs> that's, that's a triple mix yeah, up. No, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. Yes, exactly. There we go, see. Yeah. And Lee's anyway. got a and fun Renee fact Renee says Beyonce. Yes. What's Britney? She's just no, got a book. Yeah, she's, 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 she's got a book. Yeah, she's got a new <laughs> book, yeah. <laughs> Lee's got a fun fact here from today's NFL game because two of the, uh, the guns Ooh, meet yeah. the Chiefs and the Eagles this morning. So Travis is playing against his brother and the Eagles have a player with the last name Swift. There we go. Thank oh, you, Lee, you for go. that little fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dave from the Goldie. We always love Dave from the Goldie. Team of the World Cup, Hills, Australia. Yeah, All of them. Man. We Thank agree. You. Thank you, Vanessa. We'll be back.